And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. And just like that, Happy New Year, Raider Nation. Well, Happy League New Year, I should say. Eddie Pascal here back at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for a very, very, very special edition of Upon Further Review brought to you by the good people at Coors Light. And well, my friends, I don't know, you may have heard the Las Vegas Raiders have a new man under center, Jimmy Garoppolo, officially official Uh, Number 10 signed with your Las Vegas Raiders earlier today, and we got a lot of things to talk about. Not only do we have to talk about Jimmy G, uh, but we talk about the other five guys that came through yesterday. We're talking about Jacoby Myers, Brandon Faison, old friend of the program who is back, Uh, Philip Dorsett, Robert Spillane. We got a lot to get to, but I'm not stupid. I know what you guys are here for. You are here to listen to our conversation and hopefully watch, if you're hanging out with us on the YouTube, uh, watch our conversation with the aforementioned Jimmy G. And let me tell you, my friends, he does not disappoint. Everything that we have heard about him in terms of him being a good dude, an affable guy, a good talker, someone that you just want to grab an ice-cold bruchacho with, it's all true. So we're going to get to our conversation with Jimmy G in just a few minutes, but doesn't matter. New year. Same bills we got to pay. Before we dive into everything Jimmy G and everything free agency related, we begin in 2023 as we wrapped up 2022 with our transactions brought to you by Shift4 Payments. So, Raiders been a little busy, a little busy since the last time we talked, and usually we talk to you guys on a Thursday, but today is a Friday because we knew... We had a lot to get to. We had a lot to cram in to this episode's, uh, excuse me, this week's episode of the show. So, since the last time we hung out, the Raiders have made the following moves. On March 15th, they re-signed safety Roderick Teamer and acquired a 2023 third-round pick, number 100 overall, from the New York Giants in exchange for tight end Darren Waller. More on that in just a second. The very next day, on 316. We went free agent crazy when we signed wide receiver Jacoby Myers, cornerback Brandon Faison, safety Marcus Epps, wide receiver Philip Dorsett, and linebacker Robert Spillane. And then earlier today, as we record this around the lunch hour on Friday, March 17th, put it in bold, highlight it on your notebook, the Las Vegas Raiders signed quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. But before we get into everything Jimmy G related, and I will say, like I said at the top, what a good dude. Great conversation to have with Jimmy. And shout out to Jimmy for really just doing the entire Silver and Black Productions rounds, man. You're going to see him on NFL Network later. Like, he's really hitting everything. A busy, busy day for the newest signal caller of the Las Vegas Raiders. And the fact that he uh, carved out a few minutes for us, very much appreciated. But let us begin here. Let's begin in chronological order a little bit. So we said at the top a few minutes ago, uh, on March 16th, excuse me, March 15th, Raiders uh, sent off Darren Waller to the New York Giants in exchange 
for a third round pick. We know that pick to be number 100 overall. And now, as we sit here on a Friday afternoon, the Raiders have 12 picks total in the 2023 NFL Draft. That is a lot of picks for those of you guys keeping track at home. No shortage of picks there. Uh, But what does this mean now? I think kind of for the Raiders, for the tight end room, for 2023, right? Well, it means that as of right now, there are two excuse me, two tight ends on the Raiders roster. Uh, that is Cole Fotheringham and Jesper Horstead. No disrespect to either of these two gentlemen, but if I were a betting man, uh, I would assume some talent, some youth, maybe even some veteran leadership is infused into that group sooner than later. Uh, and I was just when we saw this um, when we saw this deal come through, right? I, I think that a lot of folks, myself included, kind of have that same that initial oh. I don't want to say shock. It's too shock is too strong of a word. But you have that initial, oh, okay. The the Raiders are out here making moves. And and Darren Waller, a fan favorite, a favorite of us too here in this department, a dude who has been awesome to work with his entire career that he's been here. We have talked about Darren's story countless times and for good reason. One of the best individuals, one of the best human beings you will find in the NFL. So we wish him nothing but the best, except next year when the Giants play the Las Vegas Raiders. And spoiler alert, they do play the Las Vegas Raiders. Spoiler alert again, that game will be here at Allegiant Stadium. So we wish nothing but the best for Wall Street except for that one week, which will be determined later on uh, later on this spring. But when we saw it come through, obviously there's that initial kind of, like I said, a little bit of surprise. But then you start thinking a little bit, right? You start thinking, thinking, thinking. Uh, Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels building a roster. And we heard from Dave uh, a few weeks ago when we were in Indy for the Combine. And one of the first things that when he was asked about, hey, where are the, the strengths in this class? What are the position groups that we really feel good at heading into late April? And the first one he said was the tight end group. So now you kind of put two and two together where you look about, you know, you look at getting value back for Darren, right? You look at putting him in a good position, a place for him to go out there and do his thing. But then you also get a nice return as well. And, and for Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, who are still very much in the process of building this team and their image and likeness, you know, having more draft capital is not a bad thing. Having more opportunities to go out and get uh, young players to not only get young players, but to get them on those team-friendly contracts, those rookie deals that we hear so much about. You can't overstate how important that is. And ultimately, right, if Dave and Josh decide to go this route too, 12 picks is a ton of picks. So yes, that gives you 12 opportunities to go out there and add guys to the roster, but it also gives the opportunity to be flexible, to move around, to be versatile on the draft board, right? You could package two, three, four picks and say, hey, we want to go from this position to that position. And having those, uh, those chances, having those cards in the deck makes all of that way, way easier. So I think on a very human level, right, you wish Darren well. As I said, Darren, uh, you know, Darren Waller, incredible to work with, uh, an incredible story, and you wish him well on the next chapter. But you also understand that there is still work to be done here in Las Vegas in terms of roster management, in terms of roster construction, and getting that pit back, excuse me, that pick back allows Dave Ziegler a chance to do some, some very interesting things come that last weekend in, uh, in April. So, as I said, Darren is out, but we have a bunch of guys in. In fact, over the past, call it 30 hours or so, we got six guys in. I'll just run through them real quick again. Jacoby Myers, Brandon Faison, Marcus Epps, Philip Dorsett, Robert Spillane, and the big one, Jimmy G. So 
I think just, I, you know, I don't want to go kind of player by player. I think there will be a time for that, maybe next week or the week after. Uh, we'll get one of our friends, maybe Jesse Merrick or Q, to come hang out with us, and, and we'll really dive deep into the free agency class. But just some kind of top-end thoughts. This Jacoby Myers signing is one that I like a lot. Uh, it makes a ton of sense not only for the player but for the organization. And now you look at this wide receiver room where you have Devontae Adams, who was at the peak of his powers, a guy who can do everything. Also stick around for uh, Jimmy giving some very warm uh, warm statements, well-deserved des- statements to Devontae Adams. But you look at Devontae, everything that he does. You now have Jacoby Myers, a legitimate number two, right? You have Hunter Renfro, a guy who is incredibly versatile. You have Philip Dorsett now, who joined the fray yesterday as well. The legit speedster. Philip wouldn't say how quick he is. He just said he was fast, and we have every reason to believe from looking at the tape that this gentleman is fast. A legitimate burner, a legitimate stretch the field, press the defense kind of guy. And now you look at this wide receiver room in totality, and let's not forget that we're probably going to add a tight end or two along the way. And now Jimmy is going to have a lot of options. He is going to have a lot of skill position guys that he can kind of just get the ball to and go let him meet. And you'll hear from Jimmy, and also in addition to our conversation with Jimmy, I encourage you guys to go to Raiders.com on, on YouTube or Raiders Press Pass to listen to the entirety of his press conference because that was incredible as well. But one thing that really stood out to me in that is that Jimmy talked about the importance of the yards after the catch, right? He goes, I'm a firm believer in you put the ball where it needs to go, you put the ball in the right position, and you're going to let your skill guys go be skillful. Go make plays. So now all of a sudden you're looking at this wide receiver room, and you're, if you're Jimmy G, you're like, hey, yeah. Let's do it. Let's go sling the ball around the yard. Let's go have some fun. So, uh, like I said, Jacoby Myers, I think, kind of at the top of mind for that, a guy that uh, makes a lot of sense on this roster. It makes a lot of sense on this offense. And, and, and real quick, though, my thing that I was most impressed with from Jacoby Myers yesterday, uh, outside of the fact that he would not besmirch the name of friend of the program, A.J. Cole, even though I tried. I was texting with AJ last night. I said, dude, I, I told you, Kobe. Also, quick background. They went to college together. They're all college buddies. But I said, hey, I was trying to get Jacoby to give me some dirt on you, bro. And he wouldn't do it. And he goes, that's a good guy. That's my guy. But in addition to that, I mean, stating the obvious, Jacoby was asked about the, I don't even want to call it the incident. Let's call it the moment he had at Allegiant Stadium last year that ultimately uh, resulted in one of the best moments of the entire calendar year for your Las Vegas Raiders. Chandler Jones technically picking him off. I'm still not quite sure what the league is designating that as. Is it a fumble recovery? Is it an interception? Is it a takeaway? Whatever it may be. But yes, Jacoby Myers, the guy who threw the lateral back to, I think it was he was trying to get it to Mac Jones. Uh, Chandler Jones steps in, carries it about 50 yards, and uh, and we all know how that story ends. One of the most un, you know unbelievable finishes in uh, in NFL in the NFL last year. But he was asked about it, and I think what really stood out to me is just, one, how well Jacoby handled that answer, but he said, look, yeah, it was a moment. It's certainly not a moment I was proud of. I, I don't really know what I was thinking in that moment, but he goes, I think what it did for me is that it, it kind of allowed me the opportunity to see if I have a teammate who goes through something similar, how to respond to that. Because he gave a ton of credit to his teammates in New England. He said, look, man, I know, I know that I let them down, but they built me up. They did not, uh, you know, they didn't allow me to, to kind of wallow and feel sorry for myself. And, and that was awesome, man. And so for Jacoby to have that understanding of like, hey, this made me a better person. Uh, this made me a, a better human being. 
man, I was just I, I was really impressed by uh, by that whole thing, man. And uh, Jacoby, one of those guys that you are, uh, you know, it's going to be hard not to root for him, especially for me. He's an undrafted guy. And you all know how much I love my UDFA. So the fact that Jacoby was able to do that, uh, to own that moment, and the fact that he's had one hell of a career for himself coming undrafted or being undrafted, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, on the defensive side of the football, we welcome back uh, old friend Brandon Faison and Marcus Epps, another dude that I, we sat down with that I was really, really impressed by. Kind of quiet confidence to Mr. Epps, uh, a dude who had an incredible run with the Philadelphia Eagles last year. Guy who knows how to win, who's been productive, gets to come home-ish, right, from L.A., Southern California kid, now a whole heck of a lot closer to home than being in Philly. But yeah, man, I'm really excited to see what he does on the back end of this Raiders defense. A guy that when you talk to him seems to have a very, very um, concrete view of what he wants to do, of what winning football looks like, and what his role in Patrick Graham's defense is going to be. So very, very excited for Marcus to be in the mix here. Brandon Faison, like we said, we welcomed him back. Cue the John Sebastian, if we had the rights. Uh, but yeah, another good guy, a, a great depth piece on the outside, and we're very excited to see what he's going to do in 2023. Philip Dorsett, I talked about him, a guy that can stretch the defense, incredible speed, straight line speed, top line speed, a dude who's going to take the uh, top off of defense when given the opportunity. Excited to see what he does in this offense. Uh, and then Robert Spillane. Robert Spillane splat, as he told me his friends call him. Just a legit big dog middle linebacker who's going to have the chance to wear the green dot in 2023 and kind of be the captain of this uh, this Raiders defense uh, coming up this season. So really, really, you look at you look at kind of the totality of, of these signings, right? And there's not one big, you know, I, I guess kind of Jimmy G excluded, uh, not one huge, uh, you know, groundbreaking headlining signing, but I'm a firm believer that that's okay, right? You don't want to, you know, a wise man told me years and years ago, he goes, look, you don't build a team in free agency. You supplement your team in free agency. You add those little, uh, you know, tweaks here or tweaks there. You add some depth. Uh, you build through the draft. That's where you build your team. You build through the draft. And then what you can't get into the draft or what maybe you necessarily you don't hit on in the draft, that's where you go the free agency route. So I think Dave Ziegler and his staff deserve, deserve a ton of credit, man, because what they have done, you obviously you know have a new starting quarterback here in Las Vegas, a need that had to be filled. We all knew this uh, once the Raiders ultimately decided to part ways with Derek Carr. We knew there was going to be a new signal caller. The Jimmy Garoppolo signing makes a ton of sense for all parties. Uh, but then outside of that, the other five guys that we, that we brought in yesterday, they all make sense. And I think to me that is the big takeaway. Everything that this front office has done – uh, since the start of the new league year, and really since the end of 2022, just makes sense. And if you are a fan of the silver and black, yes, it, it hasn't been flashy, but it makes sense. And you can see kind of the path that Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels have put this franchise on. You can kind of see the steps they are taking to build this team, but not only build this team, but to build it the right way. And I am excited. I know that it is early, excuse me, mid-March at this point, and I know that we are not going to see meaningful football for, what, four, five, six months, whatever it is. But, man, we're feeling good. Energy in the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center is sky high. And this is a little this is a little pick-me-up we needed on a Friday. This is the little pick-me-up we needed, and I am fired up to, get, to do this show, launch into the weekend, and then to uh, see what else DZ and the boys have in store for us coming next week. But you guys have waited long enough. It's Jimmy G time. I know that when you, uh, I know that when you clicked on the uh, on the on the pod today, that really you were just gonna scrub ahead to the Jimmy G interview. I know that, 
I'm not naive enough to think otherwise, but here he is. He was great. Again, make sure you head on over to Raiders.com, our YouTube channel. Check out his full press conference with the, uh, with the media, but also enjoy this, our one-on-one with the new quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo. And an exciting day here in the building, sitting down with the newest quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy, congratulations, man. It's nice to have you in this building. And I will say, you're looking the part, too. We're all black with the Raiders pin. You uh, you got the memo. I'm trying to, man. Uh, black and silver, that's what we're bleeding now. So it's, it's been an exciting day, though. Got the... Uh, contract signed and we've just been rolling. It's been busy but fun. So just in terms of having all the business done, right, now we can relax, we can look ahead to football on a very like personal human level. Does it feel good to be like, all right, this is where I'm going to be. I'm back with Josh. I'm back with Dave. We know the goal. Now we can focus on getting there. Hell yeah. yeah. It, it, when you have that clarity, it makes everything else easier. I mean, football is hard enough as it is to win games, but when you got that clarity and you have you know people in place that are good people, I think that's where it all starts. And I've met a lot of people around here. There's some good people that are all pushing in the right direction. I think that's, you know, that's how we got to be. Uh, let's just start with Coach here. Obviously, you know, you go into free agency, and, and the beauty of being a free agent is you have options of where you go. You know, mm-hmm. you have the ability to control where you, you know, want to have that next professional chapter. You decided to come here, reunite with Coach, and, and I'm just curious, that familiarity mm-hmm. that you have with him from, from your time in New England, what kind of role did that play in you ultimately coming here? Uh, big role, big role. I think just knowing the offense, uh, obviously it's evolved uh, from the last time I was in it, but knowing how Josh calls plays, how he uh, teaches things, and there's a couple of the coaches on the staff too that I, I've known from the past, all that kind of came into play. And whenever you get an opportunity, I, you know, Josh is a phenomenal play caller, one of the best in the league, I think. And whenever you get that opportunity to, to join a guy like that, you got to take it. You know, I, I guess in a, a very like real, real, excuse me, real world sense for you, a guy coming into a new spot, new teammates, new city. Uh, how important is it? I guess what's the benefit of you not having to learn a new offense now over the next three, four, five months? Uh, I mean, huge. There's obviously, you know, it's evolved. There's sure. little things that you have to pick up, but um, yeah, I mean, just the verbiage being the same, protections, things like that, makes it so much easier. When I went in, you know, to the Niners, it was totally different, and there was a big learning curve. So. Hopefully I won't have to go through that as much this time. You know, we were talking with a bunch of the guys that came through yesterday and, and Jacoby and, and Epps and all those dudes, and, and a lot of them brought up the fact that, like you said, when you do go through, through free agency, there's so many things that go into your decision, but the thing that came up for, like, all of them was just fit, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. look, the money is one thing, the opportunity to win is another, and you know, there's so many things that go into it, but how important is it for a quarterback in particular to have the right fit for you? I think it's huge. I mean, not, not every quarterback's the same, too. They, uh, we all have different skill sets, can do different things. So I think when you uh, you know try to look for an offense, you look for one that fits you, guys that position groups who can you know complement your style. And I think we got a lot of guys here who do the yard, run after catch uh, really well. You know, Devontae, Hunter, Josh, they all uh, those are the yards that people don't see. You know, they catch the ball, but can they get ten more yards? Can they get twelve more yards? And we got guys here that are willing to do that. It seems like. You know, speaking of Devontae, a guy that obviously all of us here in the building, very, very excited to see that oh, yeah. connection between the, the two of you come the fall. But just in terms of what Devontae brings to the table, one of the elite playmakers in this game, like how excited are you to get a chance to work with him and kind of see him up close and personal every day? I'm excited, man. Uh, me, me and Tay met each other during the uh, combine process and draft process, so we go way back. But, uh, yeah, we were texting the other day. I'm just – I'm so excited, man. He's – He's a receiver that's just different, man. He could do a little bit of everything, and it's not like he's just one skill set he's good at. He's good at just about everything, and as a quarterback, you, you just love that stuff. You know, and it's so funny, too, because I've, I've asked everyone, a lot of folks since he's come in here, gosh, about a year ago now, like, what makes him so good? And, you know, obviously he does everything well, but, like, when you look at him from the purely, like, X's and O's, like, Devontae, the football player, like, what is it about him that just makes him a beast to handle on Sunday? Uh, kind of 
just he could do everything. I think as a DB, you know, you usually try to find the weakness of a receiver, whoever you're guarding. If a guy doesn't have a weakness, I mean, that's that's really tough to how you're going to guard him. You know, you got help over the top, you got help inside, outside. You really have to pick your spots with them if you're going to play man coverage on him. And then zone, I think, you know, he just have having seen him in the past, he has a great feel for zone, sitting down and things like that. And I'm just excited, man. As a quarterback, that makes your life so much easier. Oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's funny. Since we found out you were coming to town, obviously we started doing our homework and talking to folks about what Jimmy G brings to the table and all that. And, you know, obviously a mutual friend of ours, Peter, that I was talking to. <laughs> and, it, and it's funny, though, that the first thing that everyone, you know, really to a man has said about you is, you know, this guy's going to own a locker room. He can lead. That's what he does. He is a leader. And I'm just kind of curious, like, where does that innate leadership ability come from, do you think? Uh, I don't know. I think it's... It's kind of natural. I think, um, I don't know, I'm a big believer in going into the locker room and being yourself, being authentic, because, you know, we spend so much time together, players, coaches, that if you're fake or you start, you know, you're too high, too low, guys are going to see right through that. And I think just being yourself, being authentic, guys respect that. And obviously you got to put in the work that's going to, you know, earn your stripes and things like that. But I don't think anyone comes into a spot, quarterback or whatever position, and you're the leader. I, I'm not a believer in that. I think you got to earn it. I think you got to go in there and prove to the guys, like, you know, you're one of the guys you're willing to work hard, willing to do all the things they are, and I think guys respect that. You know, when you're talking about some of the guys that we brought in yesterday, yesterday and now yourself included in this group, and, and it's, it's a lot of guys that have won football in the NFL, that have done it at a high level, that haven't done it at a high level for a year or 18 months. It's guys that have consistently won. What's the importance of adding guys like that to a locker room of dudes who just go out there, come game day? It might not be the prettiest thing every week, but nine times out of 10, they're going to come out with a win. I think that's huge. The mindset, you know, NFL, everyone's talented. Everyone's fast. Everyone's strong. I think the mindset is something that really separates good teams from great teams. You know, everyone is talented, going to make plays on the field, you know, sports center top 10 plays, but it's the mindset that I think gets you to the playoffs, gets you rolling in the playoffs, gets you to the Super Bowl. That's the, that's the next step. And I think, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to do here. You know, we talked about some of those new guys who you're going to be throwing the football to come, uh, come Sunday. We have Jacoby, Philip Dorsett, but some of the guys that you mentioned that are already here, Hunter Renfro, uh, Devontae, obviously, uh, you know, Josh Jacobs, who can do things out of the backfield as well. Like, how excited are you now? You look at the, at the you know, the vast buffet of weapons in front of you, man. It's got to be a blast, if, you know, if you know those are the guys you're going to be handling the ball to in 2023. Yeah, like I said before, it makes my job a lot easier. Just uh, you're kind of playing point guard out there, distributing the ball and let those guys go go to work, so... It's a, it's a great group, man. I can't wait to get them all together and just uh, get us all on the same page. You know, how important is that to kind of have those time with these guys over the next couple of months, whether it's throwing or not throwing, but just kind of to get to know this group uh, kind of as a whole? It's crucial. I, I, I'm a firm believer that if your relationship off the field isn't good, you ain't going to have a good relationship on the field. So, and that's part of the being authentic part. You can't fake it and, you know, try to do something that's not you. You got to be you, you know make your friends on the team, uh, bring everyone together. All that stuff, I think, plays a crucial role in winning. You know, speaking of being authentic, we saw uh, the other day that video of you walking in the facility and a very natural reaction <laughs> to seeing this beautiful palace that we get to call home, man. I mean, you know, just walking in this building for the first time, seeing all the bells and whistles, everything that Mr. Davis has done to kind of make this place top tier. Uh, just initial thoughts on, on coming to work. I was, I, it was a funny clip. I was a little overwhelmed when I first walked. I didn't, everyone was telling me the facility was enormous and beautiful, but you don't really realize it until you pull up to it and you're like, geez, this, they weren't kidding. So, yeah, uh, Mr. Davis didn't cut any corners. Uh, I mean, it's spacious. It's new. Everything's so just top of the line. 
you really appreciate that as a player. It makes I, I think it makes you go just a little bit harder when uh, the owner's doing th- little things like that. And wait till you see Allegiant, too. I mean, you think this is nice, and this is beautiful, but <laughs> I mean, wait till you see. I mean, that palace right at the strip, bro, is something different. Uh, and when that place gets rocking on a Sunday, it's it's a, no better place to be in Las Vegas than there. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. It is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm just kind of curious, Jimmy, before we let you go, uh, obviously Vegas over the past called three, four, five years has really kind of reinvented itself as a sports town. Obviously, the, the Las Vegas Aces, who've enjoyed tremendous success, especially as of late. We're here. The Knights are here doing their thing. It is a really legitimate big dog sports town now. Like, how excited are you to kind of ingratiate yourself in this community, kind of figure out everything that makes Vegas tick, and uh, and kind of just add to everything we got going on here? I'm very excited, honestly. It's, just, it's a new opportunity. It's a fresh opportunity. It's something that uh, we got an opportunity to win this town over, and I think that starts with winning football games. Obviously, it's not going to be easy, but there's an opportunity there, like you're saying. This town's exploding with sports. And it's only going to keep growing from here. So we got to uh, we got to play our part as the Raiders and you know go get some dose for this uh, for the city. Absolutely. And look, I tell you what, man, this city is excited you're here. This fan base is excited you're here. Everyone here in the studio is fired up that Jimmy G is now in silver and black. Congratulations, man, to you, the entire family. Best of luck. I promise I won't try to bother you that much during <laughs> training camp of the regular season. But we really, really appreciate you coming and hanging out today. Definitely appreciate you guys having me on. And there you have it, the new quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo, his first of, I hope, many sit-downs with us here at Silver and Black Productions. And I'll tell you what, man, like he is, you sit down with him, he's about as authentic as they come, right? There were a few uh, choice words that we had to edit out there. But look, immense respect for him for just being, for doing him, right? For being him, not trying to be anyone that he's not. And I think that was a big takeaway from the press conference too. You know, he said that, he goes, look, I'm not here to assume anything, right? I, I want to. He said, "I want to earn everything. I'm not stepping into this assuming that anything is going to be given to me." And he goes, "I'm just going to be myself." He goes, "I think guys in a locker room are are very aware of of what's authentic, what's real, and what's not." And he's like, "I'm just going to do me. It's worked out pretty well uh, thus far, and I'm going to keep doing it." So, yeah, big shout out to Jimmy, man. We're going to get the uh, the Jimmy G Jimmy G hype train rolling, and uh, man, I'm going to be the conductor. So, big shout out to Jimmy. Big thank you again to our public relations staff led by Will Kiss. Uh, Big, big, you know, week for them. Crazy kind of 36 hours for them. So we appreciate them uh, squeezing us into the old schedule. But it's Friday, March Madness. If ever there was an appropriate time to crack an ice cold bruchacho, this is it. It's not too too sunny here in Las Vegas today. It has been a little chilly. I wish it was a little warmer, but all the same, it's Friday. We're feeling good. Jimmy G's in the house. You know, basketball is on every television. Life is good. So we're going to crack a cold one today. And I'm going to crack a cold one today for kind of the unsung heroes of our of our whole operation here. I'm going to crack a, crack a cold one for the football ops, guys and gals, man, because you think about free agency, right? And you just assume that these players get from where they need to go to here and they get to the podium and they get to, uh, you know, they talk to us and they get the photo op with the jersey and the signing. And there is so much that goes into it. There are so many flights that need to be planned, hotels that need to be booked, car services that have to be handled, pickups that have to be coordinated, who's coming in from where, this player got delayed, so are we going to stay at the airport, are we going to send a different person, what are these guys doing for dinner, hey, he's going to be here a day longer, where are we going to get him a, a new you know, a new pair of clothes, like there's so many things that go into it, and our football ops department, the men and women over there who are doing their thing, the literal uh, unsung heroes of this whole thing, making sure guys get to where they need to go, and I'm going to crack a cold one for them because I will tell you what, as you're bringing through six new players in the span of about 36 hours, 
I hope they can relax this weekend and enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light. So to all our friends on that side of the building, this one is for you. And it's Friday, so we are going to get out of here. We are going to enjoy a weekend. We're going to watch a lot of basketball, I promise you that. And we are going to get to uh, get to you know lay low for a little bit and then get back to it on Monday morning because, whew, let's not forget, we are still in the midst of free agency. We are now technically three days, two days uh, into the start of the league year. And, and while, you know, we might not have the flashy signings coming, you know, you look at kind of that second and third wave and there are really, really valuable players that can be added uh, in the coming days and weeks. So, Freddie Pascal, our guest this week, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, my man Ray on the ones and twos, everyone else in Silver and Black Productions who helps get our little uh, operation from A to Z. We thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will see you same time, same place next week for our usual episode of Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network.